Welcome into the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Eager, and for, what, the second time this week, I get to talk to Ben Brown. Ben, how's it going? It's going well. It's going well. It's always a good week when we get to chat twice uh, about the same game. We have the Super Bowl still coming up on Sunday, but uh, nothing more you could ask for. I just want the game to kind of get here quickly. I don't know if I can wait till Sunday, mid to late afternoon at this point, to kick off. Yeah, absolutely. So... Um, let, we're going to break this up into sort of three chunks. First off, I think with all the discussion about the the player props and everything like that, we're we're sort of missing out a little bit on uh, essentially what the you know the spread of the game is um, and, and the total. So let's let's circle back. Okay, we know this number's been beaten into death, but right now what you're seeing is a little bit is Kansas City minus three. Depends upon where you look, but this thing is shaded towards Kansas City, but less so than it has been at previous times. So, for example, uh, at Bet Chris, you're looking at minus 115 for Kansas City. We've seen that as high as minus 125. When you look at Pinnacle, they're minus 106 versus Tampa being at minus 104. So, again, still shaded towards Kansas City. I've seen this money line is below 160 for Kansas City for the first time in a long time. Ben, what do you think people are thinking right now as you sort of start to see a little bit of money come in on Tampa Bay? Yeah, I mean, I think it's maybe more of a play um, on the money line as opposed to the spread at this point. I do kind of, I don't mind the plus 145 price um, if you're looking to play Tampa Bay, but I just can't, I'm not quite, I'm not fully certain on, uh, you know, what is driving the interest in the Buccaneers at this point in time in the betting market. It could be, you know, some combination of things that, we just don't really find that valuable. Um, you know, the potentially playing in Tampa, maybe that's, you know, part of the narrative that's buying into it. Uh, you know, we do have some not great looking weather here coming up as well that could, you know, obviously have some impact on the total. That has happened already a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I'm not for certain how we anticipate this game playing out where the Buccaneers end up uh, victorious in the end. What would be, you know, kind of the situation that you would need to see play out in order for that to happen? Well, so for part of part of me was thinking, okay, a lot of people have exposure on Tampa Bay at you know God knows what to win the Super Bowl, and so that's why you were seeing all the ticket counts and all of the money on on Kansas City, but there were sharp people that were betting Kansas City, uh, sorry, betting Tampa Bay to sort of keep that number from inflating any you know further out than like let's say three and a half, but now it's like. You're starting. You're starting to see the buyback. Is this, you know, is this basically square betters not having any money left, or and sharp betters sort of like piling up a little bit, or is it now a bunch of people who have exposure on Kansas City betting, you know, backing up the truck for Tampa Bay? I'm not sure. I, I do think that a lot of people expected Kansas City's, you know, price to grow a little bit and thought they could come back on some Tampa. Plus three and a half. I don't know. The Britt Reed thing could also be, you know, uh, Andy Reed's son, you know, being in a car accident, uh, you know, significant injury there uh, for a young kid. That might be on the back of people's mind. I don't know how much that's really, you know, baking into the price. But uh, we are seeing that. We are also seeing, you know, a a little bit of money and movement towards the under. So this price, we've seen it anywhere from 56 and a half um, and 56 and a half even. Um, 56, which is where it is basically everywhere now. Um, 
But I even see on betonline.ag, you're seeing 55 and a half over is like minus 115. So you're seeing a little bit of drift there with the weather reports coming out that it's going to be a little bit rainy. Um, and, you know, I don't know, Ben. I, I would say, again, if you are if you like this game, you know, over 55 and a half, you probably want to bet it. At 56, you know, either or, 56 and a half, there's no way I'd go over that. Yeah, definitely. Given the weather reports, I don't think you can really touch going over 56 and a half. I am kind of interested in seeing, you know, a 55 and a half. I do think that's a spot that I would probably get involved um, at the over on, especially if, you know, maybe things change just a little bit in the weather. It's maybe not as bad as anticipated. That could be a spot you're looking more towards game time. But I do think you brought up a number of good points. And that was kind of this idea of, you know, we sat at three and a half for a little bit. We moved down to three really quickly, basically after the conference championship games. I think people expected to add the hook back in towards the Chiefs later in the week. And we haven't really seen that play out. I have heard, you know, I'm sure you're kind of referencing the reports as well that, you know, the books are going to take, um, you know, they're already going to be in a quite a bit of a loss based on what their future liability is on both these teams. I do think these are both quite popular teams to bet in the futures market. So there could have been some hedging happening early on in the week, but um, I think if you're going to play this game on the game spread, I do think you have to get bucks plus three and a half. I don't really think there's too many other options um, on the spread at this point. It's kind of my direction. But, um, you know, the news kind of coming out of the conference championship games has been mainly, I would say, negative for Kansas City based on what you kind of described. The weather um, may be a factor of home field bias that we don't necessarily bake into. And then, of course, you know, the Reed situation, negative news with that. I think all of those things kind of build into the fact that the Chiefs have been, um, you know, a little bit more pulled towards recency bias where teams aren't necessarily valuing what they did on the field um, as opposed to what's happened since they played last. So I think the Chiefs are probably this, you know, I don't know. I want to back the Chiefs at this point. I can understand why Armada likes the Buccaneers. Um, I think there are a number of obvious bets, and I don't really think there is one on the game game spread at this point. Yeah. Yep, and and that's the thing. I think you know Rufus Peabody talked about this on his podcast, which I think is really smart. Um, you know, people are going to be laying the favorite with the, the 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 point spread and taking the dog with the money line in a game like this. So maybe by the time you know you know if you are inclined to like Kansas City, laying actually the money line price might actually have some value near near uh, game time. Now, Ben, there's a bet that we made, and I gotta I gotta say. Uh, I, I have to thank a couple people for this. First off, my colleague, our colleague, and uh, my podcast co-host, George Shahuri, brought up the anthem yesterday on the PFF forecast. Um, I, I brought in my like obscure knowledge of the fact that you know, Whitney Houston's two-minute, 15-second uh, national anthem during the Gulf War was also in Tampa in 1991. Um, but he liked the over there. I was like 157 or something like that. He sort of rounded up and said two minutes. Um, one of our friends, the the whale capper, uh, messaged me earlier today and showed me, uh, you know, sort of where the price was going. We found a book that was not adjusting to it and uh, went over there. And, and so um, this is an important time to sort of talk about that like, some of these things, like if you're talking about Gatorade, you're talking about, um, you know, what Andy Reid's wearing, those types of like sort of novelty props, those are information based, right? Like the, 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 the two people that are singing the national anthem are going to be rehearsing this and somebody's going to record it. At, my friend Seren Petro has a great story about when it was in New York and, you know, his, his friend had got information about the rehearsal and that was the biggest bet they made the entire time. Um, 
One thing, though, to Ben to be careful about, right, is that you get the right number and you're not chasing steam, right? Because there's a huge difference between betting over, and we got like, I think, over 157 minus 140. There's a big difference between betting that and over 158 minus 1,000, which we were seeing at some books. Look, Super Bowl week is like the gambling mecca. So PFF is going to be hooking everybody up. We have promo code Super Bowl 25 that's going to get you 25% off of PFF Elite subscription. Elite subscription gets you basically everything you need on our site. We have the player props tool, which is going to be loaded uh, with all the best player props. You can adjust your number. You can adjust your price. You can make sure that you are getting the best value on all of these great bets we have coming up for the Super Bowl. We also have the DFS optimizer. You can get some showdown slates in on DraftKings or FanDuel. Uh, there's a ton of other options if you're still participating in some you know gambling action here for the Super Bowl. It doesn't get much better than this in PFF. We once again have you covered. Use promo code Super Bowl 25. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, we see kind of this idea play out in the sports betting industry, you know, throughout the regular season, but I think it's only magnified as we head into the Super Bowl. Basically, every book has a different betting menu at this point in time. Uh, they're all going to be set on the game markets, but there's going to be some subtle differences in even how they're evaluating certain props and things like that and i think like you said um some of the ones that are going to move more on inside information you have to be aware of when you are receiving the information in relation to how quickly you know the market has received and ingested that information and the only way you're really going to know that is through shopping around and looking at different numbers obviously if you have quite a bit of a price discrepancy on one book versus you know a more well-known book that's a spot where you should really be you know hitting and taking advantage of some of the weaker points in regards to you know the betting menu on certain books because i think that's really how you're going to be a long-term profitable better and i think the super bowl only kind of magnifies those opportunities and kind of you know digging through the plethora of options and uh evaluating them and just sizing them up based on how they price to other books is definitely um, a viable task if you want to be successful in sports betting for sure yeah let's talk about that a little as we close out the podcast here so We've gotten down on, and I've been very vocal about this on the PFF Live show, you know, basically every single time I've been on, you know, VEASAN or, you know, Bet Sweats or whatever, I'm on Mike Evans under. And there are just some books that either are slow to adjust or simply think, look, we're charging minus 120, some of these offshores, um, come at us, Right. And, right. and it's important, and this is why, you know, the PFF prop tool is so valuable. We just got a little bit more down on some Evans under 66 and a half at minus 120. The reason that we were on it earlier in the week, and it really hasn't moved. Um, the reason, though, that we did it, Ben, was that it was available on DraftKings at 63 and a half minus 143. And so you're seeing that number go down right you're seeing that like that that is a huge thing right so if you go to the pff prop tool and again you know you don't have to necessarily agree with us on everything but the adjustments i think are hugely contextual so on on pff and again this is a a handicap that maybe is a little bit different um you know but you're getting basically if you compare 63 and a half at minus 143 versus 66 and a half at minus 120 that's six and a half percent difference. So you're you're six and a half percent more likely, essentially, to win that bet, betting it at one place than another. So if you like Evans under, 
again, you're getting such a value there just just by shopping around that to me, uh, you know, that's that's I think where you should go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's a similar example to what we saw with Daryl Williams, right? Like we talked about this over a week ago, but you know, the backfield situation with the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be a spot to probably exploit in the prop market. And we're seeing a lot of mispriced opportunity with him, even if it is only a yard, you know, the player props tool kind of identifies that, you know, value is shifting. That becomes basically a play at under 28 and a half rushing yards, but it's not a play at under under 27 and a half rushing yards based on kind of the price that you're paying at this point. So um, you do have to constantly be checking and monitoring not only the price that you, not only the number that you're getting, but also the price, especially on some of the more discreet props. Cause I think, you know, those are the ones that books are going to have a more difficult time playing. So we'll see is what's, what's the one prop that you really like here, you know, at the end of the week at this point, that's still going to be uh, probably the one that you have the most exposure to Eric, besides the national anthem play. That's, probably no longer on the yeah board. yeah that's probably not going to be available but it's it's a it's a teachable moment i mean i i i think it's evans under i also just bet uh evans no touchdown that one actually has moved but per our um per our props tool i mean you're talking about even at minus 135 uh, a seven percent edge um the chiefs are just not going to in my opinion sort of go over the top here um, and, and allow the the Buccaneers to throw the ball over their head, and I think yeah. Evans is going to be you know mostly a decoy for this Tampa Bay team. Um, and so while I like obviously under receptions and under yards better, under touchdowns is also getting you uh, a decent shot. And again, this is something where just sort of a little bit of a strategy. You're going to be li- listening to this on Saturday, so it's almost all dried up, but public likes overs the public likes things to happen we bet ben we bet what was it minus 286 for no two-point conversion to happen it's now minus 333 like that that's an example of like you know sharp people going in and betting away betting it in the right side but there are other things for example like you know my favorite player scoring a touchdown my favorite player doing x y and z where maybe by the time it gets to game time you get an inflated number because the public which has a say in this game is going to come in and bet it up a little bit. So there's going to be some value for you even on Sunday, unlike a regular regular season game. Yep, definitely. I do agree with you. I do think that the you know public betting market has more influence on where these numbers move for the Super Bowl than they would on any sort of like regular season, even any other playoff game at this point. So um, definitely be checking out the player props tool. We're going to have a few more articles coming out. There's going to be the, the live show basically coming up on Sunday as well, getting ready for you know kickoff time here it should be uh the best super bowl of our lifetime maybe yeah yeah let's yeah that i i'm so excited so um you know obviously uh you, you know some of us are on kansas city but we you know we do have a little bit of futures exposure to tampa so this this is this is going to be a good one for the home team no matter who it is um but uh we'll have another i believe we'll have a, a props um, you know, live stream on Sunday morning. There's a chance we'll have another one of these. We'll see. Um, but until then, for Ben Brown, this is Eric Eager. This has been PFF Daily Betting Podcast.